Hey man, John here. Look, I know you love my voice because you've been listening to it for so many years now, but I'm sure I've mentioned to you that I also do audiobooks and all sorts of fun little things. So, you know what, man? You can totally hire me. And it's easy enough to go to www.johnwatersvoiceover.com. That's johnwatersvoiceover.com to hire me, check out podcasts, and even, if you're not convinced, I'm going to give you free stuff. I got promo codes for all kinds of books to suit your fancy and try my voice out. But also, if you've tried out my voice, you've heard it, you love it, and you're like, I want to support this guy some more. Well, man, I got something for you. I got a store right there on that same site, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash store. And man, oh man, we got shirts, hats, we got mugs, we got stuff that you cannot live without, especially if you're a fan of me. So come on and check it out, man. johnwatersvoiceover.com. You'll get great oral and then some. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover uh, because, um, you know, entertainment factor and shit. Uh, you can reach out to us at according to stupid at gmail.com, at accord to stupid uh, on Twitter, as well as you can find our website at uh, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcast where you can find the first episode of this uh, and uh, find out ways to donate and things like that which would be fucking phenomenal um yeah how's everybody doing hopefully you're having a great year so far uh and you haven't given up on your goals or if they are you're you're on that slide of getting the fuck over (laughs) whatever um yeah uh we're in jeremiah we're uh reading from kingjamesbibleonline.org, and we're almost halfway through this bad boy of just mostly God just being pissed for no other reason than people aren't listening to him, and he's just kind of fucking him over at this moment. Because at this point, uh, we have gotten to where uh, Nebuchadnezzar has taken a bunch of folks, the princes and all that, and and uh, God's like, well, maybe I'll just have a small group of them go somewhere else, and <laughs> everybody still feels pretty cheated, I'm sure. But no one's really speaking up. Even Jeremiah's like, but I, well, uh, all right. And so here we go. We're going to see how this goes here in a moment. Um, yeah, Jeremiah chapter 25. Here we go. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, Uh, that was in the first year of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, the which Jeremiah the prophet spake unto all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, From the thirtieth year of Josiah the son of Ammon king of Judah, even until this day, that is the three and twentieth year, the word of the Lord hath come unto me. And I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but ye have not hearkened. Yeah, put on some fucking clothes, dickhead. And the Lord hath sent unto you all his servants and prophets, rising early and sending them, but ye have not hearkened, nor inclined your ear to hear. Yeah, but like, you know, we really can't pick and choose who's really doing it. In fact, it'd probably be easier if God were all-powerful to talk to fucking everybody. Uh, They said, Turn ye again now, every one, from his evil way, and from the evil of your doings, and dwell in the land that the Lord hath given unto you and your fathers forever and ever. 
And go not after other gods to serve them and to worship them and to provoke me not to anger with the works of your hands, and I will do you no hurt. Yeah, but we kind of were doing that before. And he's like, fuck you. You're not doing enough. Meow, meow, meow. Eat shit. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty much where he's at. And he's like, why are you listening to me and not, not, and not, and you, but you're listening to everybody else and you're following their shit. Meow, meow, meow. Um, so, fuck. <laughs> uh, and go not after other gods that serve blah, blah, blah. Yet you have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord, that ye might provoke me to anger with the works of your hands to your own hurt. Oh, to my own hurt. Oh, well. Are you hurting other people that aren't just your people? Because at this point, like, if I'm worshipping a god that is not there, at least he's he's not behind hurting me because I'm not listening to him or doing the exact same shit, uh, the shit I'm supposed to apparently be doing, and listening to people who don't exactly have the biggest fucking sign that says, oh, I actually heard from him and isn't wearing muddy breeches and other shit that makes him look real bad. But I guess, you know, if you start really believing in the most gullible people and you have a bunch of people like, I follow this person, I guess. They seem like they know what they're talking about, you know. Uh, yeah, why do you want them? Oh, I know why. Because you want people to just be like, yeah, God, the guy over there said. But then again, there's a whole group of other people right over here that have the same, if not better, authority to go like, no, no, God's talking to me. And he's been doing it well before this Jeremiah hobo showed up. Fuck him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, saith the Lord, and Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant. Oh, so he is your servant. And will bring them against this land. But didn't you already? And against the inhabitants thereof and against all the nations round about and will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment and a hissing and a perpetual desolations. What a shame. All right, we're Nebuchadnezzarians now. Moreover, will I take from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness and the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride and the sound of the millstones and the light of the candle? Well, you were going to kill us, so I, I guess you would take our voices too. Eh, makes sense. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Wait, hold on. There's a limit? It's not forever? And it shall come to pass when 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon for no fucking reason and that nation, saith the Lord, for their iniquity in the land of the Chaldeans and will make it perpetual desolations. Oh, so things work out for the people who don't follow you and, you know, then it gets all fucked again. Why? Wouldn't that be something to tell them being like, hey, um, maybe you shouldn't take us because in 70 years they're going to fuck everything. And I'm sure Nebuchadnezzar's like, I'm going to be very dead by then. I don't care. And I will bring upon that land all my words which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations. Which, again, he's prophesying it, but, like, who's really listening? I mean, is it a prophecy if no one listens? For many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of them also, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and according to the works of their own hands. Okay, but, like, aren't people already working pretty well and now you're, you're just suffering and killing all of them just because you're not feeling well enough and you want to stir the pot for a hot minute and make Nebuchadnezzar really happy about his thing for a moment and then Babylon's going to be great for 70 years and then, you know, year 69, 70 comes around and like, well, fuck. And you nuke that place too? Yeah, you're fucking nuts, man. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel unto me, take the wine cup of this fury at my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send thee to drink it. Okay. And they shall drink and be moved and be mad because of the sword that I will send among them. No shit, Sherlock! 
Then I took the cup of the Lord's hand and made all the nations to drink unto whom the Lord had sent me, to wit Jerusalem and the cities of Judah and the kings thereof and the princes thereof, to make them a desolation, an astonishment, and hissing and a curse, as it is this day. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and his servants, and his princes, and all his people, and all the mingled people, and all the kings of the land of Uz, and of all the kings of the land of the Philistines, and the Ashkelon, which we still haven't killed them, and the Ashkelon, and the Azza, and Akron, and the remnants of Ashdod, Adam and Moab and the children of Ammon and all the kings of Tyrus and all the kings of Zidon and all the kings of the isles which are beyond the sea, Dedan and Tima and Buzz and all that are at the utmost corners and all the kings of Arabia and all the kings of the mingled people that dwell in the desert and all the kings of Zimri and all the kings of Elam and all the kings of the Medes and all the kings of the north, far and near, one with another and all the kingdoms of the world which are upon the face of the earth and the king of Sashash shall drink after them. Well, good for him. Therefore... Thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, but not everywhere else, but, you know, we want to send a message to everybody. Drink ye and be drunken and spew and fall and rise no more because of the sword which I will send among you. Okay, better to be drunk when you're sending swords among people. And it shall be if they refuse to take the cup at thine hand to drink. Then shalt thou say unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Ye shall certainly drink. For lo, I begin to bring evil in the city which is called by my name and should be utterly unpunished. Ye shall not be unpunished, for I will call upon a sword upon all the inhabitants of the earth, saith the Lord of hosts. Therefore prophecy thou against them all these words, and say unto them, The Lord shall roar from on high, and utter his voice from his holy habitation. He shall mightily roar upon his habitation. He shall give a shout, as they that tread on the grapes, against all the inhabitants of the earth. A noise shall come even to the ends of the earth, for the Lord hath a controversy with the nations. Yeah, he's pissed because they're not doing it thick enough. He will plead with all the flesh. Yeah, is he? He's pleading with one flesh at this moment. He will give them that are wicked the sword. He's giving everybody the sword, but some are going to live and some are going to prosper for at least 70 years. And really, he's only punishing three nations, right? Israel, Judah, and motherfucking Babylon. But Babylon's going to be punished almost, you know, 70, 70 years from now. I was going to say almost 100. I just should just say the number. But everywhere else is like, what's happening over there? <laughs> like, it doesn't fucking matter. Thus said, saith the Lord God of hosts, Behold, evil shall go forth from nations to nation, and a great whirlwind shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth. Okay, so evil still traveling around, and you're punishing good people. And the slain of the Lord shall be at that day from one end of the earth, even unto the other end of the earth. They shall not be lamented, neither gathered nor buried. They shall be dung upon the ground. Eventually we shall. Howl ye shepherds and cry and wallow ye yourselves in the ashes, ye principal of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your dispersions are accomplished. That's metal. And ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel. Well, we had a good run until our God got pissed. And the shepherds shall have no way to flee. Yeah, where you run from God from? Yeah, just run around in circles. You might as well just stand. Nor the principal of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherds and the howling of the principal of the flock shall be heard, for the Lord hath spoiled their pasture. And uh, the peaceable habitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Lord. He hath forsaken his co covert as the lion. Well, do lions make a bunch of coverts? I don't think so. For their land is desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. Oh, no. God's still pissed. 
Chapter 26. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the king, uh, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came the word of the Lord, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Stand in the court of the Lord's house, and speak unto all the cities of Judah, which come to worship in the Lord's house. All the words that I command thee to speak unto them diminish not a word. So, if so, be they will hearken. What the fuck? If so, be they will hearken. Okay. And turn every man from his evil way, so that I may repent me of the evil. Oh, what? Was he talking or is God talking to him now? Which I propose to do unto them because of the evil things of their doings. Fuck you, dick brain. Like, what the fuck is that? Turn every man from his evil way, that I may repent me of the evil I'm about to do unto them because they're going to be evil first. Now I'm just going to fucking annihilate him. Fuck you. Now shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, If ye will not hearken to me to walk in my law, which I have set before you, to hearken to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I sent unto you, both rising up early and sending them, but ye have not hearkened, then will I make this house like Shiloh. Oh, did you destroy that town too? I like that place. And will make this city a curse to all the nations of the earth, because... Meh. So the priests and the prophets... Uh, and all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the house of the Lord. Now it came to pass, when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking, all that the Lord had commanded him to speak unto all the people, that the priests and the prophets and all the people took him, saying, Thou shalt surely die, and they're probably being like, You're covered in fucking mud, bro. Why hast thou prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate without an inhabitant? And all the people were gathered against Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. Yeah, because they're part like, Fuck you, buddy. When the princes of Judah heard these things, they came up from the king's house into the house of the Lord and sat down in the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then spake the priests and the prophets unto the princes and all the people, saying, This man is worthy to die, for he hath prophesied against this city, as ye have heard for four, with your ears. I thought it was four years, but eh, reading is fun. Then spake Jeremiah to, uh, unto all the princes and to all the people, saying, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the words that ye have heard. Okay. Therefore, now amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of the Lord your God, and the Lord will repent him of the evil that he hath pronounced against you. As for me, behold, I am in your hand. Do with me as seemeth good and meet unto you. For know ye for certain, that if ye put me to death, ye shall surely bring innocent blood upon yourselves, and upon this city, and upon the inhabitants thereof. For of a truth the Lord hath sent me unto you to speak all these words in your ears. Prove it. Also, it's not a beyond God to kill a bunch of innocent people, right? Like, what is so bad about this? Yeah, oh, if you kill me, it's just an innocent blood, and probably all of them are like, and... Then said the princes and all the people unto the priests and to the prophets, This man is not worthy to die. Sure, he's just muddy. Kick him out. For he hath spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Hasn't everybody else been doing that too? All you priests in this same fucking house? The house of the Lord? What are all you guys doing in here? Aren't you supposed to be doing the fucking same thing? Then <laughs> rose up certain of the elders of the lands and spake unto the assembly of the people, saying, Micah the Morishthite prophesies in the day of Hezekiah, king of Judah, and spake to all the people of Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Zion shall be plowed like a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Okay. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, and all of Judah put him at all to death? Did he not fear the Lord and besought the Lord, and the Lord repented him of evil which he had pronounced against them? Thus might we procure great evil against our souls. All right, so people are like, well, you know, maybe we should listen to this guy. 
And there was also a man that prophesied in the name of the Lord, Urijah, the son of Shemaiah of Kurtjebjerjebjerjem, who prophesied against the city and against this land according to all the words of Jeremiah. And when Jehoiakim, the king, with all his mighty men and all the princes, heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But then Urijah heard it, and he was afraid and fled and went into Egypt. Oh, well. Hmm. That seems interesting, doesn't it? It seems like a weird thing, being like, oh, shit, and he's like, and he fucked right off. Where's his God now? Where's he? Where Where is his protection? Is he just literally, his whole point in existing is just to be a footnote, to being like, you're supposed to tell a message, you get scared, run to Egypt, and then this other guy's supposed to really do the deed. Couldn't you just come the fuck down? Nope, 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 can't fuck, nope, 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 can't, no. And Joachim the king sent men into Egypt, namely El Nathan the son of Archbor, and certain men with him into Egypt, and they fetched forth Arijah out of Egypt and brought him into Je- unto Joachim the king, who slew him with the sword. Oh, so he, yeah, okay, he's dead now, and cast his dead body into the graves of the common people. Well, shit, it doesn't really pay very well to be a prophet of God. Nevertheless, the hand of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, was with Jeremiah, and they should not give him into the hand of the people that put him to death. Yeah, good fucking thinking, almighty and all-knowing, motherfucker. In the beginning, oh, chapter 27. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came in the word of Jeremiah, the son of the Lord, say, from the Lord, saying, Thus say the Lord to me, make thee bonds and yokes and put them upon thy neck. Why? And send them to the king of Edom, and to the king of Moab, and to the king of the Ammonites, and the king of Tyrus, and the king of Zidon, and in the hand of the messengers who came to Jerusalem, under Zedekiah king of Judah. But isn't some other guy king of Judah? I'm confused now. And command them to say unto their masters, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Thus shall ye say unto your masters, I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground, but my great power, and by my outstretched arm, and have given it unto whom it seemed meet unto me. And now I have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant. And the beasts of the field have I given him also to serve him. And all nations shall serve him, and his son, and his son's son, until the very time of this land come. Then many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of him. And it shall come to pass that the nation and the kingdom which shall not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I punish. Thanks, I'm sure Nebuchadnezzar is saying saith the Lord, with the sword and with the famine and with the pestilence until they have consumed them by this hand. So he's like, you know what? You need to go with Nebuchadnezzar for 70 years. And, uh, you know, if you don't, I'm just going to kill you. And I'm sure Nebuchadnezzar's like, fuck, this is great. I don't know whose dick I had to suck, but man, this worked out real well for me. Therefore, hearken not ye to your prophets, nor to your diviners, nor to your dreamers, nor to your enchanters, nor to your sorcerers, which speak unto you, saying, you shall not serve the king of Babylon. Oh, is this what Jeremiah is trying to tell them? For they prophesy a, li- prophesy a lie to you to remove you far from your land, that I should drive you out and you should perish. This is all he said, she said bullshit. But the nations that bring their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, those will I let remain still in their own land, saith the Lord, and they shall till it and dwell therein. How? How is he going to? Nebuchadnezzar, I think, in the last fucking book, took everybody. <laughs> there was no like, oh, you guys can stick around. No, we fucking emptied the goddamn place and fucking burned it to the ground pretty much until they had to like, oh, we should probably rebuild this, you know. Fuck you. This is so back asswards. <sighs> <coughs> 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 
<coughs> not a COVID cough, it's just me. Yeah. Anyway, I spake also unto Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks unto the yoke of the king of Babylon, and serve him and his people, and live. Why will ye die, thou and thy people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as the Lord hath spoken against the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon? Because we don't fucking want to. Because if we just go to fucking Egypt or anywhere else, I'll probably be okay. But now we're running into a good problem of becoming refugees from our own fucking God! See how that's a problem? Therefore, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that speak unto you. Oh, so don't listen to anybody saying, Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie to you. Only listen to the one who's saying that you should. I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. For I have not sent them, saith the Lord, yet they prophesy a lie in my name, and I might drive you out. That I might drive you out. Oh, and that ye might perish, ye and the prophets that prophesy unto you. Oh, so we may not? So you don't have the power over that. Are we or aren't we? Pick one. Also I spake to the priests and to all these people, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hearken not to the words of your prophets that prophesy unto you, saying, Behold, the vessels of the Lord's house shall now shortly be brought again from Babylon, and they prophesy a lie unto you. Why? Why the fuck? Why, why is this even happening? Why does this need to happen? I think this is like a reframing of a historical event just to make them feel better about it. I think that's it. I think Babylon came in, fucked everything, and then took everybody, and then it just worked out that they could be like, you know, we should probably put in here that God put us back to where we wanted to be like 70 years after the fucking fact. You know how nuts that is? <laughs> Dumb. Anyway, hearken not unto them, serve the king of Babylon, and live. Wherefore should this city be laid waste? But... If ye be prophets, and if the word of the Lord be with them, let them now make intercession to the Lord of hosts, that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and to Jerusalem go not to Babylon. For thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the pillars, and concerning the sea, and concerning the bases, and concerning the residue of the vessels that remain in this city, which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon took not, when he carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim king of Judah, from Jerusalem to Babylon, and all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yea, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and Jerusalem, they shall be carried to Babylon, and there shall they be until the day that I visit them, seventy fucking years later. Thus saith the Lord, saith the Lord, then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. Why the fuck do you need to move them over there? Are you running out of money? Are you literally transferring from your savings to your checking at this point? Is that what this fucking is, oh God? That you have, you owe some sort of money to this Babylonian king and this is the only way to make this shit kind of work? This sounds like it, doesn't it? Oh, we're going to put all this shit over here and you should probably serve him for a bit. But if you come right the fuck back, it works real well. Who does God serve? It sounds like he's in, like, uh, he owes somebody something, and, uh, you know, that's embarrassing. I think that's where we're at with this. Fuck, this makes me mad. I'm gonna do something about this later. I might run or punch a pillow or shower aggressively. I don't know. Anyway, you've been listening to the Gospel According to Stupid. Please leave a review, and uh, we'll see you later this week, or you'll listen to me, or whatever we decide. Toodaloo, goodbye, and you've been gospel to by the stupid.